Records. I'm Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch, bitch. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Lauren XOXO and Friends. And before we get into this episode, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who listens weekly. Thank you for your DMs. Thank you for your emails. And if you really, really love the show, if you fuck with it, if you listen to it every week, please go on iTunes and leave a review. Um, It really helps. I told you I'm trying to get the 50 reviews. Right now I'm at 43, so amp it up. Go on there. Y'all always DM me. Take it to iTunes podcast, leave a good review, and let's get into this episode. So today, I have a very, very dope special co-host. My name is Daniqua, and I am from Brooklyn, New York. I have a really dope pop-in lit candle company. It's called Lit Brooklyn. And uh, yeah, I'm so happy to be on the show with Lauren. Yes, thank you for coming on. So, And she smells, like, amazing. When she came upstairs, I was like, what is that? <laughs> so she told me, can I say it? Not yet. Okay. Just know this. Good things, yeah. good things are coming. Yeah, lit shit is on the floor. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about Lit, the company. I was, I was on the phone with my friend today, and I was talking to him, and I was just, like, telling him about you or whatever, mm-hmm. telling him about the episode and I was like what I think is so dope is like I don't know anyone who owns a candle company I've never met anyone who owns a candle company and I feel like we live in a like now we're in this now we live in a world where like people are like oh I want to own a boutique I want to do this I want to do that you get what I'm saying like sometimes it could like it seems like everybody's just doing the same thing right right and I was telling him I was just like whoa like I wonder like where the idea of like having a candle company came from so honestly I anyone who knows me and uh, this might be so redundant but I honestly just love candles I think that seeing them lit having them lit being in the house it just does something for like your ambiance I think it does something for you I think I was on the self-care wave um, before I even know knew what self-care was mm-hmm. I remember <clears throat> I'm Caribbean my mom is Guyanese so like Everyone who's Caribbean know that their parents have all these fixtures all over the house. And I remember my mom used to have these candles that were just for decoration that I would be burning. She would be like, sis, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the obsession started from I was a little youth. And then I think I was, how did that go? I was talking to my boyfriend then. He's my fiance now. And I wasn't working at the time. And I was like, yo, what if I started making candles? And he was like candles why candles and I was just like I don't know I think it would just be dope I love them so why not just do it so with a little bit of like research um and trial and error mixing different scents and stuff lit was just born wow that is super super dope so okay what are some of like the challenges that you have faced like what is I guess the candle um what word am I looking for? The candle industry like, I guess. Hmm, that's a good question. Um, as far as challenges, I don't think, I don't even, what challenges have I faced? Um, I think getting people to like, getting your brand out there as far as like 
you love your stuff. Your friends are going to love your stuff. Your family's right. going to love your stuff. But it's getting people who don't know you to support you. Um, mm-hmm. So I had to do like a lot of networking, go to a lot of, a, a lot of events. Anytime I went somewhere, I always had a candle in tow. So therefore, you know, people nice. love to ask you, what do you do? Blah, 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 blah. I can show you what I do. I have a, I have a piece of my product, you know, to show you exactly what it is that I, that I do. But as far as challenges in the candle industry, I think I haven't faced any challenges yet. Um, knock on wood. Hopefully. Yes. It goes that way. Um, but yeah, no challenges as of yet. Thank God. No. For us. <laughs> Okay, cool. Um, do you have any advice to anyone who might like want to start? I think starting a business in general, I guess I'll give general advice, is just to do a lot of um, know why you're starting it. Because if you're going to start or open a business, whatever it is, it's not just all fun and games. It's not just pretty pictures. It literally is work behind it. And I don't want to sound too cliche because I feel like if you go to like any woman empowerment event, they're always telling you the same thing, hard work, hard work, hard work, but that's honestly what it is. It's mm-hmm. like you don't have, the good thing about working for myself is that no one's telling me what to do, but that's also the bad thing because no one is telling me what to do. Right. So it's very dependent on me getting up and being motivated because not every morning I wake up, I'm like, oh, let's pour some candle. Like I'm not always in the best of moods, <laughs> always in the best of moods, but it's remembering why I started and... To be honest, what keeps me going is the DMs, the emails I get from people who, they send me their photos, they're like, yo, Same. your candle got me through this, or um, I was burning this candle, or someone gave it to me as a gift. So it's those small little tokens of appreciation that keeps me going. And it's like, yeah. damn, if y'all fuck with it, I can't really like decide I don't want to do it anymore because I have you know, these people depending right. on me in a sense. Yeah, sometimes I don't think like people like who like aren't your friends you don't know at all i don't think they know like how much that means when when they send you like those little dms and those little messages because a girl hit me up yesterday and she's like i don't know if you remember me but i dm'd you a long time ago and i told you i wanted to start a podcast and she was like you know you were like telling me to do it blah blah she's like and i just started and i'm like oh shit doesn't it feel so good like wow it's like your friends are gonna reassure you and hype you up all day every day like girl you killing it this that and third but when it comes from a stranger who they don't owe you nothing and they just really genuinely fuck with you, it just, not that you don't appreciate when your friends give you compliments, but it just comes from like a different Like, but you're place. my friend. You're going right. to do it in general. Well, mm-hmm. I would hope that all friends would do it. <laughs> exactly. But, <laughs> but yeah, when it's someone that like you've never even met, like they owe you nothing. I think like that is the best feeling. Absolutely. So. And in this day and age, I think what's going on right now with black women is so powerful. Like, I, don't, I was just having this conversation with one of my homegirls. I was like, my circle of friends, I appreciate them so much because it's like everyone is on their grind. Everyone is so supportive. Everyone gets it. It's like, it's just so beautiful to see black women just killing shit right now. Right. So to be an inspiration to people, um, I don't take that shit lightly at all. Yeah, that's really, really dope. Um, oh, did you give them like your Instagram and everything? Oh, I'm so sorry. So we just hopped right in. I'm over here giving you guys long drawn out story um so my instagram my personal instagram is d-w-i-l d-will and then my business instagram is l-i-t-b-k-l-y-n yes and website website is www dot no www dot l-i-t-b-k-l-y-n dot co not com okay and that's where you can find all of her candles um 
All right, so let's get into this episode. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 get into this. I don't know. I'm looking at my list of things to talk about. I'm like, where do I want to start first? Y'all saw the BET? Oh, Pepper's here. Oh, yeah. I was, oh, just, shit. I was just about to say, we, we, have, we have a... My fault, Pepper. unexpected visitor. We have a co-co-host. Um, Pepper, Pepper was on two weeks ago. So y'all know Pepper. Hey, guys. Plug yourself. Give them everything again. Hey, everyone. It's Pepper. Um... I was here two weeks ago. <laughs> what what were you going to do? Downtown Pepper on Instagram. And then she also has Meet Pepper B. Meetpepperb.com. Yeah. 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 So Pepper will be chiming in. I don't know if Pepper's going to be like talking too much. But it depends on what topic I talk about. I'm just going <laughs> to. All right. Where I want to start? Where do I want to start? Oh, okay. It's going to be a little sad. Okay. Um, Justice for Junior. Uh, the little. Mm-hmm. the. The 15-year-old that passed away in the Bronx. Um, did y'all watch the videos to actually, like, see? I saw the video by default on Instagram yeah. Facebook. I didn't mean to see it. Which I'm tired of seeing things that mm-hmm. I didn't ask to see, especially death. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, this, I'm, I'm for sure going to chime in because yesterday, um, I had a definite family last week. My uncle passed. And I go to the Bronx, and I'm going to the wake where they're having my uncle's funeral and i get there and i'm in an uber and i see like literally like helicopters cops lines and lines of people and i'm like my uncle doesn't know this amount of people like he's a photographer but he literally doesn't know this many people Mm -hmm. what's happening and when i get there it's like lines and lines of people because his wake was at the same place Oh, wow. So I'm like, literally the amount of tears, it was like heartbreaking to see so many children, like not only adults, but children affected by it. T-shirts with his like picture on it. Like it, it's, it's too many things I feel like going on in like media right now. Yeah. That we have, that can be, can be prevented and people have to use their platform to speak about these things that are happening. Cause this is, that's the only thing that people are tuned into. People are tuned into media and people that have a greater influence have to use their voice in order to change things pretty much. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the that video broke my heart in mm-hmm. so many ways, but what really killed me the most is oh, don't mean to say that. What really like got to me the most was the part when he was seeking help mm-hmm. from the bodega owners mm-hmm. and like they were the guy was pushing him away and he was um, and they just they let the guys come in and drag him out the store. It's like you can't lock you can't lock the uh, the bodega up and then call the cops and like keep the guy in there mm-hmm. and like you know help him. Like you you really letting what eight? I think they said they got eight people. Mm-hmm. You really letting that that many guys like team up on this little boy that's fifteen. Mm-hmm. And you're doing nothing about it. And like I understand like they were like oh. Um, the gang asked us not to get into it, but y'all are grown men. Mm-hmm. And, like, to me, right is right and wrong is wrong. Or just seeing, like, you could see people recording it from their apartment buildings. Mm-hmm. And you could see people just, like, walking by. And I'm like, yo, nobody stopped to be like, wait, I need to do something. Or, like, something. Like, no man wanted to step up and, like, 
I don't know. That video broke my heart. I think we just lived. That was just like a visual representation of the world that we live in. I think, one, the amount of cameras that were out videotaping it, people in this day and age, they're living to just be the first one to tell a story or the first one to yes. say something. Um, and then it's also like, I looked at that situation because I'm pretty sure that everyone could empathize and sympathize mm -hmm. with it. You all have a little cousin who could be his age or maybe mm -hmm. a son or a brother, whatever the case may be. And like, I just don't understand where the humanity was as far as the community. Mm -hmm. it's like, you're owner of a store. I'm pretty sure someone in your family looks just like this little boy, mm -hmm. you know, and regardless of what, what, it doesn't matter what would have went down, what could have went down. Mm -hmm. Well, all they said the they got the wrong boy. I heard that too. It was um, the wrong boy and... The, even with having the wrong boy, the fact that violence is even, the fact that it would, I don't understand, I want to know what happened to the days when, like, boys squared up. Like, when it yes, was like a good fight. I'm like, y'all couldn't just jump him, like. Not I, promoting violence. Yeah, though. no, 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 not just saying, like, yeah, not at all, but, like, where did these knives come from? It's like, right. y'all was fighting a 15-year-old boy. You wasn't fighting a group of grown men. It was a 15-year-old boy. And then it's like to take to actually take someone's lives. What are you? What impression are you leaving that way? Because yeah. your little fifteen seconds of fame or whatever you were looking for lasted what a day, and then now you guys have to face charges for the rest of your they life. They gotta feel crazy though. Like absolutely. The first of all, you kill somebody, so yeah. you're fucked up in general. And you got caught mm -hmm. on camera. <laughs> it was all on camera. Everybody could see your faces. Nothing mm -hmm. like. And then I was just like. Y'all really out here barefaced? Like, y'all are comfortable. This this reminds me, the fact that it's two incidents back-to-back -back yes. that, that are like this, where, like, people are recording a lifeless body. Like, it's it's. I sad. can't take it anymore. It, it's, it's horrible. Like, it's horrible. We have literally just become so desensitized as human beings. Like, literally. Like, I, I'm telling you right now, like, I wasn't physically there, but, I, my like, my pores raised up. Like, I was just like... Yes. Mm -hmm. Somebody has to do something, but I think this serves as an example for all of us that literally that staying in the MTA station when you if you see something say something, but it's mm -hmm. like actually stand for something. Absolutely, I agree. Around you know that it's wrong, so mm -hmm. it's kind of like, are we living in a world where we see things going on wrong and no one has the balls to say something because mm -hmm. what you feel like you have something to lose? Mm -hmm. Like all of those people, not only just the people who murdered him. The deli owner, the people recording. The community, the community in general, community. yeah. They need, to, they need to feel ashamed. And That's ridiculous. And it's sad that it took a situation like that to bring the community out in such a way and want to have, like, and encourage them to speak after the, the damage is already done. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of, like, the episode of Black Mirror, like, when everyone is taking pictures. Of, oh, yes, with the girl mm -hmm. who she was... She was going to the wedding? Yeah. Are you talking about that one? No, not even that one. The one where she's like... Oh! She's like screaming for help and she's in the woods and everyone... And everyone just keeps taking pictures. And, just, and then at the end, it's like some game show or yeah. something like that. Yes, I like, remember. It's that like, shit was creepy. It's like a program. like, And that's what our minds are being fixed to mm -hmm. think is happening. Like, we, before we help someone, we want to take pictures of what's happening. Mm -hmm. You know? It, it's, it's disgusting, to be honest. Like, it... We, I don't know. I think we have to do better. Like we, it makes you also question the people that are around you. Like, mm -hmm. cause it's like I'm pretty sure someone knew that little boy. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And it's like even him himself. Like, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure he probably spent so much money in that bodega buying like a a butter roll, buying whatever it was. 
he probably felt safe. That's why he ran to you in a yeah. sense for protection. And it's kind of like he was begging he and even pleading. Know who you're around anymore? Like that is true. It's like you mean nothing at that mm-hmm. point. Like fuck. It was. It was to me. It was just like fuck your life. Like you're fi- you're a little boy, and I'm. I can't even help you. Like it's heartbreaking. Um. For his mom, because I think no, but like I know death is inevitable, and we all have to like go through it at one point. But it's like that is just mm-hmm. crazy. And then for the, for it to be all over social media, like I mean, I don't. I'm pretty sure people on his family have Instagram, and I know every other scroll mm-hmm. is yeah. you know something that is from that situation and. Yesterday, someone that I follow had put up a picture of him in his casket. And I was just like, we got to stop doing stuff like this. Like, It's like people recording funerals. I think it's the most disrespectful thing is. ever. Like, first of all, first of all, what? It's like. At my at my my uncle's funeral, people were like taking pictures. Like, by I'm like, I can't do this. Because like, it's for sh- people want to. It's shock value mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. and it's two. You want to be. Oh, did you see this? Oh my god! Uh, it's like a. I don't know what it is. I just don't get it. Like, that's just ridiculous. I'm not even thinking about my phone at who a funeral. Who does that? Who I just I I don't understand who does that. Who, what what would make you say like, hey, okay. I'm never gonna see this person again. Let me see them like this. Let me have my last memory yeah. be with them like, like this. Like that's not the memory that I want to have. Right. I'm like, so to see the amount of like, again, children that I'm assuming they went to school with him because they all had on t-shirts from his school, mm-hmm. like things like that. It's just like that. It's just heartbreaking. There's no other way. It's heartbreaking. It's heavy. Social media literally back, or media in general, back to back to back. Yeah. Like, what, last week? And then it's just... Man, Mm -hmm. this world is insane. Like, I'm like... I really sometimes I feel like I'm living in a Twilight Zone. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, we gotta... It's a shit show. And, you know, I hope it gets better. But... You can donate to his family because mm-hmm. there is a GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. And I think you just have to Google Justice for Junior and it comes up. So, you know, give something to his family so they can move out the Bronx mm-hmm. and go live a, you know, try to go live a peaceful life. Because I know it's going to take a long time mm-hmm. for them to get over that. But, okay. All right. Let's lighten up the show a little bit. Cause it's heavy. I know that. I don't, that just hurt my heart. Like I was like, "Damn, what the fuck is this world coming to?" Um, let's talk about this Tiana Taylor album. Let's that same energy. It didn't. <laughs> it didn't come out until Saturday, which I thought was fucked up because everybody else's album came out the day that it was supposed to come out. Second of all, and my personal opinion it was very lackluster like you wait you made me wait for the album and then when i got the album i was like no y'all didn't keep that same energy mm-hmm. um how many tracks was it again it was eight tracks mm-hmm. to me i felt like the first few songs sound like coffee shop music like i was like what the fuck am i listening to yeah. um and then 
towards the end, it got okay. Like, I like a, a rose in Harlem or f- mm-hmm. from Harlem. Um, but... <laughs> like, we were discussing before we started the podcast, I feel like Seven, the, her album before that, just... That album was, like, a solid album. Mm-hmm. I think I was expecting another great body of work, just like Seven. I don't think that this... I don't know. No, I don't. Maybe I gotta give it a couple more listens. I think she needs to leave leave good music. Um, I still don't know who she is as an artist. Mm -hmm. I know who she is as like a mother. I know who she is as a dancer. I know who she is as a like just being fine as hell, having a a bomb ass body, Mm -hmm. as a wife. Um, But music wise, with this album, I'm like, where are we going with this? Like, I don't. It just doesn't seem like exactly. Keep in mind, her last album was four years ago. Was it? Seven was four year was almost four years ago. Oh wow! I mean, mm-hmm. so wow. that just goes to show right there. Like, are you not to say that you know things don't happen and you don't have a process in between music? But she's extremely talented, mm-hmm. and yeah, no, there's a, there's a space. Yeah, I don't. I was just. Also, I think I'm getting a little tired of this seven songs, eight mm-hmm. songs. Okay, Beyonce and Jay Z. Gave us what was it? Eight, nine songs. Mm-hmm. It was good. They were nine solid I'm, songs. I'm here for that. Wait, mm-hmm. but can we talk about your conspiracy theories about Jay Z and Beyonce? Oh Lord, no. Because I, I thought want, this was I, hilarious. I want, first of all, I don't want anybody from the Rock listening to this, and then they'd be like, "Oh, I'm about to cancel the Brooklyn Borders." Shut up now. Um, <laughs> I think that this is Pepper B talking, but no, I'm joking. <laughs> I don't know. I think that this world we live in marketing is it and i i could be you know when you're in the shower and you're just like thinking about different things so this morning i was in the shower and i was listening to the album and i was listening to the lyrics and i was just like the fact first of all let's commend whoever their marketing team is whoever their friends are whoever is around them because nothing about them ever leaks without them wanting it to leak and facts that is just ridiculous like if you i mean I also think that you have control over that also, too. It's the people around you, because it's like, you can't keep everything to yourself. So it's kind of like, if we're in this room right now, and I'm about to drop a project, and I'm like, yo, Pepper, blah, blah, you have to trust the people that you're sharing things with, because you're going to want their opinion, you're going to want their advice, you're going to want this. So the fact that people have been holding it down with the new music, everything in their life, we don't know shit, because they don't confirm or deny anything. We still, God himself, Solange, Jay-Z, and Beyonce <laughs> know what happened in that elevator. I still, I, think, still I still think it starts with them first because know. if you think about the circle of people you have, right, mm-hmm. you may have solid people around you, but you know you may have one person that may run their mouth. Mm-hmm. It's up to you to to hold down the excitement and be like, you know what, I'm not going to say what I need to say in front of I that person. So. I think I agree. And I, I think, think that... Oh, go. I think if you were... Okay, so say for instance, mm-hmm. we're recording this podcast right now. Mm-hmm. If Jay-Z and Beyonce were here right now, mm-hmm. none of us are snapping that they're here. None of us. Because you know why? We don't want to, to be around them, they have garnered this thing where if you're around them, they trust you. So you're not trying to break exactly. that trust or be uninvited. Ever. Again. So it's kind of like, I don't know. People just know. People just know. Like, And it goes back to, I agree with you, them having an aura. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, you're not trying to play yourself either. So back to the theory, though. <laughs> so I literally think that to sell anything in this day and age, people need some sort of controversy around it agreed so 
maybe they did have a falling out, but I don't know why I feel like that whole elevator situation was a made up thing and having Solange in it was just perfect because she's just a character. Mm, that was the perfect segue into dropping Lemonade, then dropping 444 because Jay-Z and Beyonce probably were like, yo. Okay, I see where you're going with this. to be like such and such. We want to retire this per- at this age. We want to be billionaires. We want to be this. How can we keep our audiences? You know what I'm saying? Like people are already looking at Hope like, yo, this nigga about to be 50. What he about to rap about? Then he come out with 444, which is a response to Lemonade, which is like everybody who grew up with him, we're growing up with him. So he's talking about like financial security, uh, marriage, having kids. We was not going to give a fuck about that shit if it did not come with controversy. What if it's their real life, though? What if, like, I feel like what it's, if the series could be their real life? Like, I think about things like his falling out with Kanye and him not being at Kanye's wedding, like things like that. Those are things that I feel like are not marketing tools but they are spoken about as it's real life but marketed but the thing is let me tell you what it is we don't view i think i know jay-z and beyonce we know jay-z and beyonce are real human beings Mm -hmm. the world Mm -hmm. places these people on a pedestal so as much as we know that they're going through real life Mm -hmm. the world is still in denial like maybe beyonce doesn't have her period but we like put them on a pedestal no i feel like to be on they should at least know that um yeah yeah no in general (laughs) i'm like if if y'all put them if y'all put beyonce that high to where y'all don't think she could her period you're crazy i don't know i i appreciate whether it's marketed it's beautiful it's i i'm i just appreciate the fact that this shows a series of growth like or absolutely or or realness in a sense of if you listen to how could i say this in a way that people are going to be like, what is this bitch talking about? No. <laughs> um, you have people that have grandparents that have been married for 35 years, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that their relationship is flawless? Absolutely not. Nope. So I feel like it takes sometimes these pa- these characters that are put on pedestals that they did not ask to be on. To show us a little realness. To yeah. show us a little realness in order for people to actually believe it exists because when you see normal people in a regular relationship that actually work and fight to stay in a relationship they're stupid so maybe they're not pretending maybe this marketing scheme was not pretending their marketing scheme was basically their real life and they're like okay boom now is the time to like let people because you relate to people who you think look just like you who are doing Mm -hmm. the same things as Mm -hmm. you so if you market okay boom we having issues in our marriage I'm a married person. I'm having issues in my marriage. Let me go see what this whole concert is about. Even right. And they got through it. We they worked through this. it. They didn't They didn't separate. We said this. Um, so the last time I was here, I think one thing that we said is that basically when you listen to music, you the place that you are in your life is kind of like how you receive right. music. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say when like with certain albums i can't listen to it immediately when it launches because of where i am at the moment in my life because i won't receive it the way it's intended Mm -hmm. so i don't necessarily think that it's it could be some of it could be like you know i know that they're into the fact that we have this drama let me feed off of it but also too but they do drama in the classiest way i've ever seen like it's like we're known for people to like air shit out this day and the third, but it's kind of like they're airing each other out, but in the most classy, respectful. That way is possible. true. But then also, when you think about like real relationships, like when a person, when a guy does 
wrong to a female, he has to do something that is over the top in order to show a gesture, in order to get her back. At Jay-Z's, at Jay-Z's caliber, what could you do? Nigga said he had to switch He had to move states. them this to, is to L.A. You can't buy a bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had to switch states. You had to make an album. Like, you can't do you the things. You had to make yourself vulnerable. I he know went y'all to therapy. That. I love that he was like, I had to go to therapy. Like, yes. I really had to, like, I, this, I love that. The beautiful thing about that, mm-hmm. being a native from Brooklyn, shout out to Brooklyn, um, we grew up with this hood nigga. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And we seen him just evolve into this man, a responsible man, like, mm-hmm. who was singing Big Pimpin' and now he's over here talking about some, yeah, I'm painting my daughter's toenails. I and, like, know. he's crossing his legs in interviews and he's, like, talking about therapy. He's, mm-hmm. like, being human. He, they're just so... Even mm-hmm. when... Okay, so rewind the whole drama with them as a couple. When Jay-Z mm-hmm. wanted us to stop wearing baggy pants and wanted us to wear suits, he didn't directly say... Blah, 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 blah. He just started carrying himself as such, mm-hmm. and the rest of the world just caught on to it. So they just mm-hmm. send indirect things, mm-hmm. but we catch on and we still do it. Like they just lead the world, the black world, in a, in a beautiful but way. They're also using their, they're using their voice in the right way. Whether mm-hmm. there's a few things about it that we may feel are conspiracies. They are leading and some people are following. Like, even for Meek to say, like, we know their relationship now. Mm -hmm. For him to say, like, you're stupid if you don't stream off of Tidal. That's a black business. Right. But do you guys see how it took that level? Even Meek. So Mm -hmm. Meek is a celebrity, right? Yeah. We did not know Meek and Hope had a relationship Mm -hmm. until Top Off came off. Mm -hmm. And Jay-Z and Beyonce was like... In the da da da, yelling free Meek, mm-hmm. and then Meek came out, and then he was like, "Yeah, you know, we got a relationship." That's there. It's almost like they people look for the okay mm-hmm. in order to talk about. Ah, uh, yes. So it's like mm-hmm. if we could take anything from that, it's mm-hmm. one, it's loyalty, it's friendship, and mm-hmm. they are like literally giving us the blueprint for how to be a, live a successful life without giving us step by step. Like one, the circle of people you have around you have mm-hmm. to be solid as fuck. Like you have to do what you say you're going to do as a man and as a woman. Mm-hmm. You have to, like, speak about real issues, like therapy, speak out with in police injustices, like, still use your platform for the greater good. So even though they're not directly mm-hmm. saying, Pepper, use your platform, Lauren, use your platform, by them leading by example, it's kind of like, yo, absolutely, this is what right. you guys should be doing. Move so. silently. Like, no one knew they were coming out with an album. They let people drag them. No like, marketing. oh, I bought these tickets. Look, we... That was look, me. Look. You... <laughs> That was us. <laughs> you know, but, I was look, like, I wish she would. I was also mad. Saying don't, you don't have to broadcast everything no. in order to get people excited because that's what people do. They give you every single thing, and then mm-hmm. by the time you get it, if you don't fulfill their expectations, they're let down. You don't have to do that. And I feel like we've been living in a world where cele- celebrities are staging everything, everything. Mm-hmm. like to a T. Like every picture we see, for the most part, every video we see. Um, it's being staged. Mm-hmm. They planted weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks ago. And I think the song that Jay-Z and Beyonce have where it's, what is it called? It's like, I'm good on any MLK Boulevard. Mm-hmm. I think that, like, like that's them that. saying, yeah, yeah. That's them saying, we didn't sell out. Mm-hmm. Like, we good in the hood. We didn't have to do all that. Like, you think about all the shit that Kanye is doing. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, nah, we didn't have to do that. They're also showing you that time is perfect. Mm-hmm. Even like as women in business, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes people try to rush you. They're like, okay, boom, what's next? What's this and the third? Like, if it's for you, it's gonna happen. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And you don't have to like rush anything. Like, I don't think they were sweating at like 
they not they these niggas honestly thank god for them like mm-hmm. literally they are the type of black excellence that we need to see that we need to like they give back to the community and mm-hmm. what is that one thing people always like oh ho they don't they probably give back so much to the community but they don't have to like put it on blast or like say oh no i donated a thousand dollars to we just know so it's a beautiful thing man yeah and I they think- donate in other ways by even when you speak I feel like words are like the biggest influence in this day and age when you speak about certain things you're pouring into your community without even noticing you're doing it it's so true it's so so true I, I don't know I, and I could be biased but Hope has been my favorite artist since the beginning of time I could battle rap anybody on Blueprint is my favorite album so if y'all want some smoke let me know no, <laughs> <laughs> no what's your favorite Jay-Z album all right, y'all. So I want to admit, I'm not from New York. Well, the listeners know. I'm a military kid. So I did not listen to a lot of Jay-Z growing up. I, I know Big Pimpin' from the start to the end because that's my shit. I know Song Cry. Like, I know the hits. As far as album, damn. I know people are going to be like, really, Lauren? I want to say Holy Girl. And that's because, like, that's that okay. was we what I knew. When, yeah. When Lauren XOXO and Friends get signed to title, she will have known Say that. Album. Let's, speak that. that <laughs> Let's speak that. Let's speak that. we all about black excellence on these sides. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I like really, really, really enjoyed Holy Grail. But yeah, I didn't I didn't grow I grew up with Nelly. Oh, so but that makes I sense. like the St. Lunatics because I was like in the Midwest and mm-hmm. I grew, like the Yin Yang Twins and stuff like that. So I was in the country. That's what you I was. You bought Murphy Lee's album? <laughs> I do not, but I had a crush. I had to ask. I had to ask. I had a crush. I'm not gonna hold you. I definitely had a crush on Murphy Lee. So. <laughs> Which sounds so bad. It does. No. I had a crush on Nelly. Well, I still got a crush on Nelly because Nelly is fine. But um, yeah. All right, did y'all watch the BET Awards? Yes. I didn't. I did. What do you think about it? Uh, Shout out to Cardi B for winning. Oh, yeah. She She won Best Female Artist, and then the one that the people actually vote on. It was like a Pepsi one. Yeah, People's Choice, I think, or whatever. Yes. I saw it, not intentionally, Mm -hmm. but um, I don't know. I feel like... I, I don't I don't I didn't hate it and I didn't love it. I agree. It was very First of all the audience was weak. Mm-hmm. It was whack. Also, I, I really get tired of people going to the BET awards and like sweatpants and shit mm-hmm. because it's like you kind of see people going to the Grammys and mm-hmm. they're in ball gowns and like they dress to the nines just like this is an award show that actually gives a fuck about you. Mm-hmm. And and you could I, care less. I think that's what made me dislike it. I feel like I wish that's the platform to celebrate black artists and black people. And it's just treated like, hey, okay, it's the BT Awards. Right. Okay, cool. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a very interesting point. But I love to play devil's advocate with okay. conversations, with topics like this. Okay. Um, First of all, shout out to two of my friends, Tatiana and Gia. They were actually at the BET Awards mm-hmm. in the audience. Um, yeah, I was looking at popping. Um, so this is, this is how I feel, right? Mm-hmm. Who's to say how we should be dressed? 
if it's our award show. If what we're comfortable in is sweatpants, or they, what, what you're comfortable in is sweatpants, why can't you do that if it's your show? If it's like if it's representing of your culture and who you are. So okay. Again, just oh. to play if, devil's advocate. If that's the case, then why I feel like if we're honing in on who we are and being true to who we are, why do we have to then change who we are to fit in at these bigger? That's true. Because at the Grammys, mm-hmm. first of all, these people are dressed to the nines. Right. Um, gowns, suits, like everything is immaculate. And they don't even acknowledge you. Like, of mm-hmm, course, mm-hmm. you're not going to win anything for the most part. Right. They well, they usually like Beyonce hasn't won a. I don't think she's been to Grammys in like. Yeah, yeah because they always snub her. They snub Jay Z, mm-hmm. so it's just like. I just want y'all to know I do agree with you guys. Like I do feel like they should, but I just always you like, are you gonna know, always play devil's advocate. I just though. love to throw the curveball. Yeah, it's no, it's like, good. In a sense, we love to like us as a culture. Like I mm-hmm. feel like we give in to people everywhere on a daily basis. I whether agree. It's our workplace, whether mm-hmm. it's like in our group of friends or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Like, we are never... I always say when you meet people, mm-hmm. you're not really, like, um, meeting them. for the, When you meet them for the first time, you're meeting, like, their representative, who they want you to see, what they think that you're interested in seeing. So it's kind of like... I don't know. Do you think maybe if we treated it like we gave a fuck, then the media would treat it like they gave a fuck to? No. The media is controlled by white people they don't so no matter how we portray ourselves no matter how no matter what we do no matter how great of a job we're doing at it their job is greater than our job which is to continue to like if we start doing that we'll stop getting eerie can you imagine it like every black person started carrying themselves the way they were supposed to you think the media is covering that they're gonna go let's go to chicago look at them killing each like you know what i'm saying like they always try to like shift the narrative so even if we do our part it would just get less coverage. So it's going to take a black network to do it. Exactly. Then. Like Revolt. Absolutely. They need to have an awards then. That's what it is. That people can dress up for. We need our own shit where we're not like... I really don't understand why we're even caring about like accolades and accomplishments when it comes from the colonizers. Anyways, you know, it's mm. kind of like we're still always looking for some sort of acknowledgement. Like, oh, look at me, look at me, look at me. Instead of like understanding or like validating yourself or knowing that you're great, it's like we're programmed to always look for hand claps or acknowledgement from the white man. The white guy. Yeah. White yeah, because the Grammys oh, is like also, the top oh, of the top. Oh my God. <laughs> what? I almost said something. I'm like, I feel like who cares? Like, we, not about, like, not us, but like, who cares based off of, who cares about their validation? Like, we... We contribute so much to what is happening right now mm-hmm. on all spectrums that that's that's why that's why this, your boy Kanye is walling. He's looking like that's like a perfect example of someone. <sighs> we are gonna talk about him. Wait, man. you still didn't listen to Kanye's album either, right? No, thank God. Not sure. No, we're yeah, not doing we all. None of us. Okay, not, so least, I feel good least, about that. At least I'm on strike. I'm I feeling was, this energy, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna call my fiance. He's like, we gonna bump. I said, we gonna bump what? Nah. I'm not going to find my homegirl played it the other night in the car. Like, she played a song, and I was just like, I didn't say nothing. 
But I was just like, Lauren Pye was like, this shit is hot, but I'm not popping my head. <laughs> I felt a ways because I was like, we're not doing it. I don't, I'm not separating the artist from the music. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Okay, so let's talk about Kanye. So Kanye recently did an interview with Time, mm-hmm. and he was saying that his black fans will never leave him. Troll. Yeah, he's like, that. It don't matter what he say, what he do, his black fans won't leave him. So, his black people, we got to, like, okay, first of all, this is what it is. He's absolutely right. You want me to tell you why? Kanye is popular, right? And we live in a very hype beast society. So, if this nigga dropped, if he dropped sneakers the same day that he made those slavery comments, they would have sold out. They would have sold out. So, he he already... He's this I I just um, I this can't he's so canceled sad. he's canceled the same day he's canceled. he's canceled I feel like you have two types of people and I hate to do this you have people that are artists that use their social media platform or the media for good mm-hmm. and then you have people like Kanye and his wife who <laughs> troll like the day that she said oh and Tiana Taylor's album is fire like. She said that. Actually, you're wrong because it's not. No. People. And the fact that you said that. The listening parties. Yeah. They're at these listening parties like bobbing Headbanging. their heads and acting like this shit is the hottest shit in the that world. That's a control situation. Yeah. That's literally, you know what that is? I'm using my platform. I'm using my popularity. I'm using who I am. And it is a honor for you to be in my presence. So that's what people are going to So do. you better act no, right. You better bob your head. This is two scenarios. You guys just explained it. We've never seen a, a Jay-Z and Beyonce listening party ever. Because we don't... Not. They don't need validation I don't even think they give people. a fuck. And this is my point. Validation. They don't need the validation. But mm-hmm. yet, you have a, a head-banging listening session <laughs> full of yes-men. Right. That are actually no-men because they're wrong. It, it's two different type they're of things. So we have the option to choose what we feed into. Mm-hmm. Literally, there's two type of men basically. Mm-hmm. There's a Jay Z mm-hmm. and there's a Kanye. Mm-hmm. Both equally love their family. Not mm-hmm. taking that away from them. Both equally love their wife. Mm-hmm. Not taking that away. Both equally respect their wife. Mm-hmm. Both equally are talented, successful black men who grew up with nothing basically and made themselves into something. I say what the difference is, and I say this with everything. The woman that you're in a relationship with mm-hmm. is depend that that's that's the type of man that you'll be in mm-hmm. a sense. You know what I'm saying? They have two different types of wives. They have two different types of wives. Like, women, we have the power in order to mold. We molded the world, for instance. So we have this power to mold our relationship and mold the way our men are going. Kanye's acting like that because of his wife. I'm not going to hold you. Okay, but he did say, don't know if this is true or not, but Kim Kardashian definitely had an intervention with him and was like, you're wilding. He's fucking up. He's fucking up the money. Ah, yeah, yeah. So that that was a that could have been a Chris thing. The underlining is who both men out of all walks of life. You have you need a strong woman to remind you you what integrity is. Agree, and I think you need a team of strong black. Yeah, where's your integrity? Like you can't be doing things. And the thing is, I love Kanye is so talented. Like I can't see how you go from an artist. And I get it. Like we have to give people an opportunity to like evolve and to change into the people that they're going to be. But it's kind of like, you grew up in the fucking Chicago. You said that your grandfather and your mom used to talk about slavery and like separation and all this stuff. Like what changed? And if you are doing this as a publicity stunt to like, 
you don't got to do that. Like, you, you're you so successful. You've made it to the point where you don't even have to, like, do these things you're doing. And it's like a, it's a cry for help. And I've said this before. I think me and Pepper had conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, so both me and Pepper, we both have lost a parent. My dad, actually, the anniversary of his two-year death is coming up next month. And Pepper's mom passed away. And that's one thing that we also, like, have in common in a sense. And what we agreed on is that Kanye's erratic behavior, that is an example of someone who has not grieved properly. Like, mm. you know, like it's, I know for a fact, I can only speak for myself. Like my dad is going to be two years since he passed away. And I know for a fact, I've skipped that part of grief where it's like acceptance, where it's like, this has actually happened. Like I have not even taken a break in a sense to acknowledge what is actually the truth. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I pray to God that whenever I do get this acceptance, that I'm not out here in these streets wilding, like I'm not losing my mind because I had erratic ass behavior. <laughs> you said you've had it. How it happens, and it, he's doing it on mm-hmm. a larger platform, so yeah. like it's gonna look crazier. But in a sense, that's literally what grieving looks like. Grieving looks like you are fucking screaming out for attention from a person that's not here anymore that can't console you in a sense you know what I'm saying so it's kind of like in a way I empathize with Kanye because I kind of like see I don't see myself in him because he's really wilding but I I could I could see he dismisses his mom and it's like when you when you don't have a parent or like Mm -hmm. the way that his mom died like suddenly like Mm -hmm. um I could just imagine how that just fucks with your head in a sense like you think to yourself how could this have been different? So him walling out, mm-hmm. part of me wants to just hug him and just hold him and like console him. That's what his wife is for. But then the and other part is like, nigga, you know Wants better. to like slap him upside yeah. his head That's and why be you like. Have to ha- so I feel like I experienced having erratic behavior after my mom passed away. I literally, I partied the shit out of my life. Like, <laughs> no, seriously. But it took me having someone good in my life to tell me like are you dumb like you need to sit you need to sit down if you keep basically doing what you're doing and think i'm thankful now like time passes like it's what going on now four years my mom has passed Mm -hmm. which i can't even imagine because when it happened then i'm like oh my goodness like i don't even know how i'm gonna deal with this but it literally takes the person that is the person and people around you to influence what is happening and this just goes to show that he does not have yeah he doesn't have the right he doesn't have him. good people around him like if anything they're adding more fuel to the fire for her to say that her kids are gonna and i say this again because it still irritates me mm-hmm. her oh, kids the- yes her kids are gonna take over donda's house <sighs> her, Cal- her calabasas children it's not gonna happen they're not gonna give one fuck <laughs> At all. She doesn't give one fuck. For, in order for you to say that, it just, I feel like it's not tactful. It's sensitive. Yeah. And like, everything has to be publicized. Everything has to be said. Everything has to be, it's kind of like, that's, you know what, honestly, not even to go back to Junior, because that was, but I'm just thinking to myself, right? These celebrities with these platforms, the way that they deal with public situations mm-hmm. on a very public thing and just like, going out and like ha- everything has to be out there mm-hmm. that's who's leading the culture in a sense in a mm-hmm. little bit because people feel like they have to like tweet this or mm-hmm. share this or mm-hmm. say this without actually having actual conversation or everything you did you do does not have to be publicized so it's kind of like they're not even using their responsibility correctly mm-hmm. 
to be honest with you. Agreed. This is why I'm taking a small... I Like, I post something, and it's literally because it was on my heart and on my mind. But I'm literally... We need a detox from social I'm media sometimes. detoxing from social media. I want to do one, too. I need... Like, I got to... It's so much. You know how good it felt to be able to go to... Um, Sunday evening, I went to, like, something small, like a, a children's birthday party. But it was, like, my close... One of my closest, closest friends. Mm-hmm. To And I needed to be around family because of what I'm dealing with. It felt amazing to not have to check in and post things on social media like that's a task alone in itself so just to i feel like we have to be able to check out of what is happening and check into like what's really happening in our lives do you realize what's going on though like in the age of like all these suicides all Mm -hmm. this depression all this mental health shit Mm -hmm. social media is just pumping new stuff into you like now we have instagram tv now we have yeah like they see they don't understand that like these things are happening because motherfuckers need a detox they need to like back away from it they want to like pull us in more but they want to pull and you guys yes. in more you pull us have in more. children that are suffering like children and adults that are suffering with illnesses where their attention spans are already super short mm-hmm. so the fact that you're you're living in a mind frame that you're thinking like what's next what's next what's next what's next mm-hmm. The day that that whole Instagram TV thing started is the day that I decided I was going to take my detox. I literally found out. I found out my uncle committed suicide. I found out this. Then I opened my my phone and I see Instagram TV. Then I see this junior situation after. And I'm like, I need to reel myself back in. If not, my mind is going to explode. And I think that... We have to be careful because although social media is a good platform to push out your business, it's also too a very dangerous platform. Absolutely. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree a hundred, a hundred percent. We just gotta get back to using it for the reason that it's there for. Like Yeah. Remember before when Instagram first started and we didn't give a fuck about how we posted photos. <laughs> no, you didn't care about the lights. <laughs> they had borders or we didn't care <laughs> about the borders. About nothing. We cared about nothing. Like not a filter. It was like ten filters, yes. right? Like yes. not was, even, maybe like eight. Yeah. yeah, so basic, but to the to the to the point to the point and communicate and just like post photos. Now, even like with me having a business, like literally, it's kind of like okay, is the lighting correct in this photo? I need day. I need daylight. The I, it's just so much. I have a question. So much. Um. I was listening to my leaks podcast with Claire. I Summers. love my leak. My leak is like my auntie. Like I like my yes. I, I live for my leak. Um, and so Fashion Bomb Daily, mm-hmm. like I guess Instagram like deleted, it, deleted so. their account, mm-hmm. and they were at one point four million followers, and now the account has been gone for like a month, mm-hmm. and. Mad money you know that's a lot of money when you have a million followers when it comes to advertising you can charge a lot and to like not have that like i know she has an account now and it only has like ten thousand followers and it just made me think about the importance of like building a brand beyond social media Absolutely. and so that's a great point that you brought up so that's an excellent point you made out first of all shout out to my leak she is like mm-hmm. I say this all the time. Any person who is my friend knows that I've recommended her podcast a hundred times over because she has helped molded me into, and I've told her this numerous times, you've molded me into like this 
amazing women, this woman in business, like just to get your shit together. Um, mm-hmm. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh, the importance of having building a brand beyond social media. Social media, yes. Okay, my bad, y'all. No, it's wine. this Shout wine out. is like no. I'm a little tipsy because I haven't had dinner yet, and I'm like, Shout damn, I gotta to slow down on the wine. Shout out to Jam Jar Sweet Shiraz. It's guys, really it's good. The next episode of Lauren XOXO. I'm gonna buy it again. Putting that out there, um, tasty. <laughs> but some great advice. So before my dad passed away, he was actually the first, one of the first entrepreneurs that I've ever known. So he had a business, a successful business for 30 years, and he did not have social media at all. So I remember when I started my business, one of the questions that I asked him, one was, you know, I asked him like numerous questions. Like I used to go over there on a daily basis, seeing him get up mad early in the morning, go to bed mad late. Like, and I was just curious, like, sir, how, you don't even have a website. Like, how are you even like thriving or like, how are you even surviving in a world where you have competitors who are doing things 10 times faster than you? Right. And some of the key advice he gave me, which could work for anyone who has a business or a brand is one be a man or a woman of your word so whatever you say you're going to do make sure you deliver and he told me word of mouth travels faster than anything you know like we got to get back think of i always say if instagram shuts down today tomorrow i will still have my business i will still have my clients i also have my because i exist outside of social media like i have my pop-up events like i would send them emails i have like little events where they come and they support and they're like oh my god you know like i'm building up a rapport outside of instagram because Mm -hmm. instagram believe it or not guys is just a business (laughs) that has an owner and if he decides today or tomorrow i'm off this Mm -hmm. your business should not just primarily develop off of instagram because followers don't really mean shit i'm tired of telling people that like this platform has been used to like for us to engage but pretend that we're all on the same slate. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or pretend that the next best thing is coming. Before Instagram, there was MySpace. Before MySpace, there was... There's so Black many... Plant. What is Black, Black Planet? Black Planet. There's so many Black platforms. Black Planet, man. <laughs> Them there's, profiles? Yeah. And Your profile like had to be open. So you just never know. And I'm hoping that the next person that creates a platform is a person of color. Sorry. But yes. we're not sorry. Next, no, but the next <laughs> platform, you just never know what the next best thing coming. is going to be and what people latch onto. It's definitely in the works. Like, because mm-hmm. the, the same way how Instagram became pop and it became lit. But I don't know. I think what happened to Fashion Bomb Daily is a. I don't think she saw that coming. I don't think she expected it to happen. But it's wait. But why did it she, get deleted? So she she hires. Um, I guess she has photographers who takes photos or mm-hmm. when they post photos, mm-hmm. one of the photos that she posted didn't belong to her, I believe. And yeah, like they, so a bunch of people like work for fashion, like yeah, interns, like a ton of people. Mm-hmm. And I think when it comes to like the blog game, the Instagram game, like you want to be the first person to post this outfit or whatever. Absolutely. And they didn't own the pictures that they were posting. Mm-hmm. And you know, there are people who want to be paid for their pictures. Yeah. So, and if you can prove that you own the right to the photo, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I, but then I was just like, I feel like what was kind of petty to me about that situation is aren't we reposting shit on Instagram all day, anyways? Like, I like when you have a platform that's huge like that, though, like when you could possibly make millions off of it, that's when they check they you. Can yeah, you. that's like. 
we're not supposed to be posting photos or videos with like other people's music. We have to have like the licensing yes. for that. And now I this heard, is why people are making I've sure that they that. actually write. Yeah. That they do not own the rights to the music to or, protect themselves. Or if like you have like a pop in YouTube, you do like a remix, not the original mm-hmm. mix or to the voiceover. song. Yeah, I do be hearing uh, like the song would be like speeded up or something like you could tell like they or play with it a little bit. Yeah. Or they use like this dull, like YouTube friendly music, but it's for a reason so that it's not deleted. Yeah, somebody don't sue your ass. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like they coming for everybody. They like, you owe me a check, you owe me a check. Huh? Once you get a little yeah. they're gonna be like, I remember back in 2015. And when you have over a million followers, you just gotta do I things. I can't even imagine. I think the lesson in that whole thing is just, just play by the rules. <laughs> You know, and also, what is Instagram customer service? Mm-hmm. That shit is probably non-existent. Imagine trying to talk to somebody about mm-hmm. getting your page back. You think they give a fuck? They probably working in a remote island somewhere. Like, mm-hmm. bitch, get off my line. They're like, oh yeah, you had over a million followers. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, right. Should do what you were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Play she- by the rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you said. Yeah, like she was even. Um, with the My League interview She was like Honestly I'm at a point To where it's just like Is it even worth it Doing all of this Like I'd rather just You know Get on Get back on top of the blog And like Get back to Like Doing She does like events She has cocktails with Like she does so many other things She's like It just made me Just get back to the real shit Honestly And I but was like Sometimes that's yeah. God's way Of like humbling you mm-hmm. In a sense Like mm-hmm. not saying That it shouldn't have Happened to her mm-hmm. um, But I'm just saying Sometimes we like if we have like 10 million things to do, the one thing that we keep trying skipping over, trying to, oh, we, I don't have time for it. God is like, okay, you didn't have time for it? Let me take this shit the fuck out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because one of the things she was one mm-hmm. of the things she was saying was like she was like, yo, I'm not gonna hold you. Like we wasn't even paying attention to the blog yeah. for a minute. And that's what built you the a- blog. Exactly, and so this is like maybe that was like a blessing to bring her back because when you know shit really hits the fan with Instagram, like should be good. Like you can't look at every hurdle. Like I've learned. Like I have like ended friendships. I have done so, so many different things when god when things happen you can't even look at things for like face value you mm-hmm. gotta think in your head there's bigger better waiting agree mm-hmm. bigger better waiting. so i think and that every, everybody has a, a story that's absolutely. a part of a story you just never know now now look at what she can pretty much that so she's working on her second book so it's right like it gives you a, one door closes another one opens and sometimes the other door is better and that bigger is true mm-hmm. and more beautiful Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh, white women been showing their asses this week. I feel like white people always showing their asses in general. But I seen two. No, I seen three disturbing videos this week. Uh, Permit Patty, oh, the the lady that called the police oh, on the eight year old because she was selling bottled water. And then she did an interview where she was crying. Oh, I saw that shit. When she was like, bitch, you are not the victim. First of all, they should have been interviewing the eight-year-old girl. Yes. How do you feel about X, Y, and Z? I agree. But you know the news station couldn't wait to get that Wiley Peppermint Patty up there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I'm going to call her Peppermint Patty. I'm like, "Mm, who gave her Um, Peppermint Patty the internet? 
Yeah, <laughs> they was hashtagging the perfect the fatty. The internet love. Cause love she was like there selling water without a, a um. Yo, Apartment. I was like, you gotta be some different type of evil to call the cops because you see a kid selling. You know how many times I've seen little kids selling lemonade on the street. Why I, the fuck would she have a permit? I have never given a fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm. I just give them money because I'm like, oh, it's so cute. Patty little entrepreneurs. Probably, I'm like, look at them. Like, permit Patty was probably tight that her kids didn't come up with it first. Permit Patty wanted to be an entrepreneur and didn't, so she was selling. Oh, yeah, because she was selling weed for dogs or something like that. Like, that's her business. Selling what? Some type of weed for dogs. She was salty. And but then the company who used to who worked with her for the weed for dogs, like they pulled out, so they're not fucking with her no more. So that's what she gets. Um and then the next video was a white lady going ham on the plane. Screaming to the top of her fucking lungs. Who knows? But bitch, what is wrong with you? Screaming on a plane about what? She's just going in. You haven't seen the video? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna show you. She is like privilege on some next shit. Like I'm like, if this was a black person. Yo, I am dead. A nigga, people are... First of all, we got places to go, bitch. Just get off the plane, okay? Listen. Yeah. I feel... That would have been me sitting down mm-hmm. like, sis, get the fuck off. Yeah. I can't... I can't be playing with you because you want to act like a little crackhead. Like, go. <laughs> like, go home. Um, <laughs> please. I would have literally been like, I don't what get it. What, like... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know yet. But, um... I'm like, what you so mad for? Like, my nigga. I'm upset. <laughs> and she then. She obviously was, because that, that vocal situation. The third one was the the lady talking to the Mexican guy, and oh, she I was like, I don't like you. You're a Mexican. All y'all do is rape people. Y'all, all y'all do is deal drugs. I was like, he was so calm. He was like, did you ever, how many people did I rape? Did you see me rape anyone? It was a different type of calm. Wait, she said all you guys do is sell drugs and rape She people. was like, I don't fuck with Mexicans. I hate y'all. All y'all do is rape people and y'all sell drugs. And blah, blah. He's like, you don't, you don't, be, you don't see me out here working every day? Like, I mean, in the yacht. to be honest, that's all I know. <laughs> Literally. Yo. I've never heard. Well, I mean... That's not, regardless of what your opinion is, you can't shove down every single person that you meet that's of that race. Because that means white people have nothing to say, slave master. Right. Like, right. Go sit that ass down. Right. Because y'all are rapists too. But yeah, that, that's why I was just that. like, right. what are y'all talking about? Y'all are rapists. Like, y'all are the first rapists. Y'all, y'all been. That's why we got to take all these ancestry DNA tests. <laughs> like, right. I think, come on. Pedophiles. Wasn't ancestry DNA the woman on Breakfast Club? I got to watch her interview. Was she? That's awesome. Yo, why um this police officer took his ancestry DNA test, found out he was eighteen percent. It was a white guy. He found out he was eighteen percent black. So he hiked. So he goes to the uh precinct. He's telling everybody like, oh, I did my ancestry DNA test. I'm eighteen percent black. Why they was calling him like Kunta Kente and like crazy shit. So he ended up suing they doing the no precinct. Money. Like he sued them because he was like. Y'all racist. And I, I don't know. The whole thing had me a little confused. 
But I'm dead. They got real races on him, and he was like, "Fuck y'all." What state did he live in? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever state they're from. Yeah, no, I don't know. It's probably on some Florida shit, because everybody in Florida crazy. Um, I don't know, but I thought that was a really good story. What else do I have? Well, guys, it looks like that's it. Okay. Well, I'll be looking forward to Drake's album on Friday. Yes. Let's talk about that. Power and Drake this week. It's going to be a good week. And it's going to be an A-side, B-side. <laughs> he giving us singing and rapping. This is what we think. I'm going to say one thing, though. It goes back to Jay-Z and Beyonce's marketing because they knew that Drake was going to drop it. And they had to give us a whole week and a half of the cards. <laughs> but shout out to Drake, who didn't respond to Pusha T. We ain't figured that. Still um, fill a ways. Right, I'm but um, I'm ready for this album. Oh, but conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. They said he fucked Kim K. Drake? Yes. I believe that. Me too. And that's what he was going to come back with. I, I still believe that. I definitely believe that. I think he, I feel like he probably would have said he fucked Kim, Chris, and he fucked Chris Kendall. too. Mm-hmm. If you fuck, said Chris? <laughs> no. If you fuck Chris. Chris looked like she wanted some Toronto. <laughs> oh my God. I think he fucked Kim, Kylie, and Kendall. Absolutely. Yeah. Because Courtney does not fuck with black yeah. people. Yeah. No. Well, no. Her her boyfriend now is Muslim. He's Muslim? Younes. Younes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Muslim. Oh, I don't know. Well, I yeah, yeah. He's French. French and Muslim. Oh, he's, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Well... Shout out to you, Drizzy, out here slaying these hoes. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited for power. I'm so excited for power. So, what y'all think? Like, what y'all think is coming? Tariq about to set it off, okay? Oh, he about to make some more dumbass moves. Yeah. Some he pissed d- me the fuck off me last too. season. Me too. Me too. I just want to see James St. Patrick in them suits. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, what's the side chick name? Angela. I feel like she gonna piss me off this season because she, she really pissed me off. Because you know now she she's not fucking with ghosts no more. So like she she's not. That's how it ended. She's not fucking with her? No, I like well, she felt bad like, because she, they're like friends because she feels probably she might. I thought agree. she had like the cops come in. They gonna have a sympathy fuck because his daughter died. Yeah, they gonna mm. have to be fucked. Like, it's gonna be one of those And remember, days. she kind of like she tried to protect him. Like you know, like. Don't do anything stupid. Like if if you go to the address, yeah. Like, Tasha, Tasha, <sighs> Tasha, fucking her lawyer. They stopped talking though, didn't they? They gonna we we need some spice. Tasha going back. First of all, he's is horrible. Like out of all guys, he got like, the job done though. You... you see, that's the problem with with women. What? How is he horrible? Because we look like no. Oh, he's horrible. <laughs> no, that's no, no. I don't trust a guy that could be in your house with your husband and still fuck you. Why not? That's some real... No, I'm you don't trust a guy or a woman? Both. But, I don't trust... I mean, so first of all, I don't trust Tasha because all that. Yeah, Tasha ain't shit. Tasha, but Tasha ain't ever both. been shit, but they I love both. how she ride for him. Yeah, they both ain't shit. They both. So that's why. But not, not definitely not off the books. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. This season, I'm just ready for... I wonder where Tommy gonna be at. Cause I feel like Tommy a little all over the place. He about to be back with Lala. 
No, wait, hold on one second. I'm just kidding. His dad is still in jail, right? Yeah. Yeah, because remember his dad was trying to... Wasn't his dad trying to blackmail him to get out or something? Or to get things from him? No, well, no they ended up like... They ended up like being on good terms. Oh, they cool. Like, yeah. But remember the father helped ghosts. Oh, yeah. Yo, that's so true. Something is going to end up happening Damn. with it. I don't know. Honestly, shout out to Power because whoever the fuck the writers are, they take us on a roller coaster and it? we Courtney never Kemp, know. Right? It's amazing. Yeah, she's oh. a woman of color. Shout out to her. Yeah. Look at black women out here just mm-hmm. killing shit. Killing it. Because mm-hmm. power is like my everything. Like, I'm so... I feel like I'm waiting a year for that shit. Um, nah, I can't wait. I'm, oh, I'm up oh, Sunday morning because you know you could just watch it on demand. They always watch post it, it early. Night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be there. I will watch Square. it. I feel like the first season that they're going to have it like regular time, maybe. You think? Oh, like they're not gonna post it early? Yeah, because normally when you have stars, you could watch it like late Saturday night into Sunday morning. Uh, I feel like you'll have to watch it like. Don't make me wait till nine o'clock on Sunday. That's gonna make me salty. Yeah, don't make me wait. Give it to me. Like, give it to me now, honestly. I. Mm -mm. Well, all I know, I told Kyrie his birthday is canceled. His birthday is July 1st. I was like, nigga, power comes out. We're gonna celebrate on Monday. So have dinner. Have a power dinner. Everybody's asking me to throw a power party at my house. That would be good. Damn. They're like, please cook so we go all watch power. I'm like, okay. You don't got to tell me twice because I'm, all you, I'm heard was, all you heard was power. Yeah. yeah. And then we just have insecure to look forward to mm-hmm. August 12th. You should have an insecure party. And she's, dinner. um, she's, mm-hmm. now she's fucking back with the ex. Who, not, not. Oh, she living on the nigga couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She living yeah. on his couch. That's going to be good. Insecure is like a whole nother conversation, but I just feel like one. Wait, y'all team Esau or team Lawrence? I'm team. I'm team that back shot that Lawrence was given. Yo, the bank teller. First of all, insecure is a whole different topic. It is. (laughs) I just think had Esau was fucking up anyway, because I feel like another thing, this is probably so off topic, but like. You was wearing them granny panties to fuck your nigga. <sighs> but when you fuck homeboy in the fucking studio, you had on them sexy drawers. Like, that is true. Bitches be getting too comfortable. But she- Women, be- I said bitches, it's the wine, y'all. Women, y'all in relationships, keep the shit spicy at all times. Like, literally. If but you she was over him. Huh? Once you, once she was over him. Because he forgot her birthday. Once you over it, you, you don't give a fuck what your underwear look like. I'm not fucking you if I'm over it. That's another thing. Like, it's another conversation. But I mean, we had some drinks. We lived together. Uh, you know. Nigga, I will be taking this fucking sex toy from Babeland <laughs> and, like, laying down right next to you and embarrassing your shit. Like, if I'm not fucking you. At this point, we're just roommates. Right. Right. You paying your half of the rent, I'm paying my half of the rent. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a conversation that should have happened. Like, you clearly weren't happy overall. You weren't happy because he was a broke nigga. Even though I feel like he was trying, but he really sent her over the edge when he forgot her birthday. I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see them get back together. I though. think they're both guilty. Mm, they get back yeah. Together, the insecure is done. We need some spicy shit. Because remember when, like, in, remember on the last episode where they kind of had, like, fast forwarded to, like, the future mm-hmm. and, like, he had proposed to her and, and it And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And it was like, actually, no. If they want to make this shit spicy, 
Molly gotta fuck Lawrence. Molly is the one who I'm like, what the fuck you gonna do this season? She gonna fuck Lawrence. Because in low key, she feels like Issa don't deserve Lawrence. Remember, she keeps like getting on him. Because remember, Molly is trying to find like a good, decent nigga who is like, Whatever, whatever. She's all over she the place. She feel like Molly's that playing herself. Molly if that happens, hands. I'm all in. Yeah. I'm all in. She gonna fuck Lawrence. She gonna fuck Lawrence. Cause what else could happen? Lawrence is gonna have a baby and get engaged to someone else. Ooh, but it's not baby. Bank, bank, bank teller baby is probably pregnant. She's not. She she definitely just had a baby in real life though. She did. By Tall Bay. Yeah. By Molly Bay. I was like, wait, what? Yep. That that was like. I was like, hold on, let me wipe off the screen. I don't think this is real. Mm-hmm. That was insane. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for all this good black television. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm like, well, it's true. Even Martin had to have controversy in order for absolutely that's true. The show to be interesting, but it has some runs of them being a traditional like black couple mm-hmm. that is in love. They had other things going on. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like, will, will we ever get the opportunity to see that? Does everything have to have drama associated with it for us to like it? It's real life. We just discussed this earlier. Yeah. Or we have to see. But, I mean, yeah, I think it's real life. Because have, have y'all seen This Is Us? I yes. love This Is Us. Oh, oh my I, gosh. I, cry, I never cry so much. That show, literally. It, I can't we're all like. <laughs> Sterling K. What is it, Sterling Brown? Mm-hmm. Phenomenal actor. Yes. Phenomenal. Like, that is a show. I, didn't, I wasn't watching it, like, with the rest of the world. Like, Me, either. Me either. I just got caught on. I binge watched it. Same. Oh, my God. My heart. They're poor. Like, I want a husband just like their dad. But mm-hmm. then I want my husband to, like, live as long as I, I want my. I want to live till however long God says to live. And I want to die the same day my husband dies. I cannot. I don't know how we move on after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Raise these kids without their... Nah, B. Take me, God. At nah, the their mom time. was like... T- seeing the way the dad died, it was it was deep. It was also kind of weird, though, her dealing with his best friend. But right. That's yeah. That's <laughs> but the the, you, they friend. wasn't fucking with that man. Like, it took them a while. Remember until, like, the last Christmas, mm-hmm. and then they was like, oh, you could wear the hat, because the dad would always mm-hmm. uh, wear the hat for the holidays. Sorry if y'all seen it. We're not gonna give you if y'all haven't seen it. We're not gonna give you too much, but watch this is us because yeah, wow, it's so good. It's it's that. it's amazing. Um, all right, so let's wrap up this show. Yay. Uh, thank you to my co-host. Uh, let them know who you are again. My name is Daniqua. Um, my IG is D W I L, and my business Lit Brooklyn is L I T B K L Y N. On Instagram and Twitter. My name is Pepper. First of all, we can't have Pepper. She over here, sexy talking. Thank you. Sorry, <laughs> I'm looking at toys. Just kidding. Um, Pepper and my Instagram is Downtown Pepper, and my business Instagram is at Meet Pepper B. Yes. So follow them, hit them up, bother them, um, and y'all know who I am. As I said before, please go on iTunes and leave a review. I'm trying to get to 50 reviews. I'm at 43, so I just need seven more. And thank you so much for tuning in weekly. And good night. Bye.